0: The U.S. Fire Journal podcast. We offer views and opinions on the fire service around the world with no topic too tough to handle. Visit us at usfirejournal.com for all your fire service information. Now, here's your host, Jay. Good morning. Welcome in to the podcast. Today is January the 22nd. It is wild card Saturday and uh, lots of sports on tap for today uh, to be sure and uh, it's cold. Um, Friends on the coast have been telling me that uh, they've gotten snow and uh, that's always interesting. Our friends near the coast uh, it's always interesting when they get it. So good morning. Sad news to report today. Uh, Dennis Smith, uh, former FDNY firefighter, author of Report from Engine Company 82, founder of Firehouse Magazine, Uh, he's died. Uh, Dennis Smith is, uh, for a lot of people, their introduction to what firefighters do. Uh, His book, Report from Engine Company 82, was not just popular within the fire service. It actually reached out and brought in audiences who uh, would never have thought anything else about firefighting other than they go by on on cool trucks and uh, obviously uh, founder of and he was an editor the editor at fire uh, firehouse magazine Um, uh, just a tragic loss uh, for the fire service and uh, for those of us who who grew up uh, certainly in the late 60s, early 70s, uh, report from Engine Company 82, kind of, uh, for me, it was the first book that I read that uh, hooked me on to reading about the fire service. I'm a voracious reader anyway. Uh, Dennis Smith's book, which chronicles his time at Engine Company 82 in the South Bronx during the war years, uh, stands as a classic in American literature with respect to firefighters and, and public safety, um, he wrote other books, uh, some where he interviewed fire, or one or two where he interviewed firefighters, one where he talked about uh, on the ground during 9 11. Uh, but to be sure, his release uh, of Report from Engine Company 82, kind of it changed things uh, for the public perception of the fire service. It also has a great deal of social commentary in it, uh, but for someone who was young and who uh, just wanted to read about what firefighting was like, that was certainly uh, a book that uh, expanded on, on uh, my imagination and, and wanting to be a firefighter. Um, it helped too that my older brother was already a firefighter and uh, he actually got the book for me and uh, and gave it to me for uh, a birthday present and so I was able to read it my condolences obviously go out to the Smith family the FDNY Firehouse Magazine and to the fire service um, you know nationwide Uh, tough day today with the loss of Dennis Smith part of understanding the uh, impact that we have everybody has on the fire service one has to remember that uh, you know this was before long before twitter long before the personal computer was popular Um, this was not a time when when you could take for granted that you would get news i know i used to wait on fire engineering magazine and firehouse magazine uh To come out so that i could find out what was going on around the country and you know fire fire engineering magazine was for the more technical side uh firehouse was just for their stories i would say it was more um more on the 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 popular uh topics of the fire service whereas fire engineering has been the heart that drives the the body of the fire service um and you know it uh today and, and I had an occasion to talk to um, a chief officer who is tasked with uh, discipline among several assignments in his department, and we were just talking about the impact of social media and how, uh, how it's been—it's uh, been, it's a mixed bag, really. It's been very positive being able to get messages out to the public, interacting with the public. It's also been very negative. Uh, in the sense that people have lost their jobs, um, oftentimes uh, employees take to Twitter without the thought of whether or not they should, and we so we see good and we see bad, uh, which, in my opinion, kind of averages out toward the end. Uh, but you know, it used to be that if you wanted training information and you could not get it from your department unless you went out to neighboring departments. Um, You didn't have access to training material, to material to educate yourself as a firefighter whereas over the last 12-15 years that's not the case. If you are not learning, if you want to learn and you're not learning it's on you. I think There are people who are just waiting for people to hand them something to say, here, you know, here's what you learned. Um, And these people, they don't they don't have any initiative whatsoever to learn on their own. Um, If it's not provided for them, they just sit there and sitting is a problem. Um, So, yeah, the you know, the people who who've uh, been some of the leaders in the fire service with respect to to. Um, media, uh, it certainly has. It's, it's changed tremendously. What the next 15 or 20 years holds, uh, you know, is anyone's guess. Um, but certainly, when people are sitting around, and, and sometimes you hear it, or when people send me uh, emails or messages and say, Yeah, you know, I just, we don't have any material, we don't train on anything. And it's like, Well, yeah, you know what? You should try to fix that at the same time. While you're waiting, you can go online and get a significant amount of information. And you may not know how to approach utilizing it, but there is no shortage of material. And most of it is online. All it takes is a search or two. One of the things I try to tell young firefighters, even today, and very few do it, is to always keep notes Um, about the type of call you went on, what you learned, any questions that you might have, so you can then flesh it out later, um, to keep track of what you've covered. So many people will say, yeah, you know what, today I want to learn, say, uh, the rear mount aerial. And they'll go out and you can go over the whole truck with them and you watch them and they're taking it all in and they may be able to regurgitate some of it. But they don't write it down. They don't record it. They don't do anything like that. And so when it's time to question them again, they're going back to step two, step three, and they're struggling. You know, this kind of information, I don't care how good your memory is, uh, memory starts to fade and it doesn't take long, especially the more you learn. So it's vital that people keep track of this information and that they uh, try very hard to record it in some way shape or form um, you know there's the idea of liking education uh, and I think there are a lot of people who are in favor of the idea you know they're like yeah I really want to learn what they don't want to do is put forth the effort to learn you know you'll you'll see people and they will uh, they'll be like no you know what what's this mean and you tell them and three months later they're like what's this mean and you're like well You know, and you tell them again because you want to be patient with people. But ultimately, um, real leaders in education don't give you answers. They give you the pathway to answers. You will never learn something as much or as well as when you reach out and find the material yourself. Now, that doesn't mean that you don't ask people for help. I mean, do it. I'm always willing to help people, and I know there are the vast majority of firefighters where, where I've been, they're always willing to help. You know, you ask a guy a question, and they're going to bend over backwards until the answer is found. But what I also would say is that, you know, there is a point where people start forgetting things that you've told them. You will forget things that people tell you. And while you don't have to record every single conversation because you shouldn't be, what I am saying is that at the end of a day or after a call or whenever the case, you know, whenever you have time, just jot down something. You can do it on a phone, whatever, you know, whatever. Jot down a few thoughts about the calls you go on. It does pay off in the future. Um, I know uh, several very successful chiefs who started out as uh, recorders of information. They kept everything. They recorded their thoughts on it, not after every call, but on the ones where they saw something a little bit different, they have used those uh, collections to help them as they move up the chain of command. Um, I certainly, I kept notes and still have them of every call um, I went on. And uh, it's it's a pain sometimes you don't want to do it. And, and let me back up. I can't say that I kept notes on every call that I went on. I kept notes on every call that I went on that I saw something that I felt needed, uh, to be put down. So yeah, let me, let me correct that. Um, but I think it's also important to, uh, to understand that, you know, the worst thing in the world is to, to be afraid to ask someone a question. Um, you know, the worst thing is, is to, to not want to uh, put forth that effort to try to learn something. The fire service is all about learning. And um, some people, they study a test. You know, that's what they study. You know, if there's a 20-question test, they're going to study 20 questions. Um, and while that creates people who can take tests, it creates awful firefighters. It creates firefighters who cannot answer questions outside the scope of what they were tested on it's a broken system and it's something that needs to be fixed thankfully um, there are people who are looking into trying to address it unfortunately um, it's not going to change anytime so- soon for the vast majority of, of firefighters simply because it's just a lot easier uh, to go with the lowest common denominator and say okay you know what this is going to be our 100 question test these are going to be the questions. <laughs> All you have to do is study the answers. Um, what a horrible, horrible way to learn. It, it really is. Um, it's If it's what you have, it's what you got to deal with, and you go out and you do it. But you have to take it upon yourself to go above and beyond what the minimum is. Um, and and I say that to, to everyone. And uh, some people do it. I have people now. We Text back and forth about scenarios, about uh, issues, and and they, let me tell you, it pays off. It does. It might not pay off immediately, but down the line, it's certainly going to pay off. I was able to do it, not through text messaging necessarily, because I was was, uh, long before that, but I had a couple of people who I would talk about every situation with, including my brother, but others as well other firefighters, uh, nationwide. Um, and so I was able to have a lot of questions answered when I was younger. The point, focus. It's your career. It's your life. Focus on what you want. Go out there, do the best you can, and always do your job. That's going to do it for Wild Card Saturday. Why? Because it's Wild Card Saturday and also Hockey Saturday. So, uh, that's going to do it for today. We'll be back on Monday, and uh, Monday's going to be an interesting day. Until then, stay safe.